What do Nancy Pelosi and the bridge connecting Crimea to Russia have in common? They both got bombed this weekend. What the, what, what's up? This is Marquez Saves the Republic. Uh, thanks so much for joining me today. Listen, before we get into, I'm a little late today and I'll tell you why. There was traffic. My, um, I take my, my daughter to school every day and there was an accident. There were actually three accidents on the interstate that I take to take her to school because her school's really far. We got to get on that highway. And, you know, the first couple of accidents were just a residual accident. And then there was the main accident. The first accident, you know, there's an accident. Boom. Oh, my God. It's horrible. And then uh, traffic backs up. And then because traffic is backed up, everybody else starts getting into accidents. And then what happens is uh, it take you. Then they say take an alternate route and everybody gets off and goes another way. And I'm going to be honest with you. I hate traffic and I really hate accidents and I get very angry, not like road ragey where I'm, you know, shooting other drivers with a gun or ramming people off the road or cutting them off. I yell in my own car, like in my own vehicle. Um, And mostly I'm upset. I'd like to point out I'm not upset for myself. I'm really upset for everybody else because I look around and I see, you know, there's just hundreds of vehicles. Like we were in a 20 minute backup and there's hundreds of people. They're all just trying to go to work. They're all just trying to do their thing. They're all just trying to make a living. They want to get their kids to school. They want to get to their jobs. They don't want to be late. They're just trying to do their best in this country. And all of a sudden, someone comes around and mucks it up. They runs off the road or crashes their car or crashes someone else's car. And then, boom, hundreds and hundreds of lives are affected uh, in a negative way. People's days are thrown off and, and it puts people in a really bad mood. And it could cost them. Like, what if you're going to an appointment and all of a sudden you're late because of this accident and you lose money? You know, you're burning gas, precious fuel. That's money um, out of your pocket that that you put into your gas tank that now that's now just going into the atmosphere because you're sitting on a highway uh, waiting to pass this wreck. And then, of course, like I said, inevitably, there's another wreck and then there's another wreck. And all of a sudden, one wreck has turned into three accidents all on the same road. And every time there's a new wreck, more and more people's lives are affected. And like I said, I get angry, not just for myself, but for everybody else. And I, as I drive by the wreck, I look at the people and I usually go, man, if you just were, were a, made better choices, if you were a better driver, if you were a safer driver, if you just respected everybody else on the road and paid attention to what you were doing and you weren't so destructive, you know, the world would be a much better place. And that's just, <laughs> I mean, that's just, look, I'm just being honest. That's how I feel. Some people just get really angry. And, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't angry. My daughter was a little stressed because, you know, she likes to get to the school on time and I got her there on time because I'm a very effective driver. Um, But you know, it reminded me a lot of what's going on in the country today as I sit back and reflect on it, because when you have somebody like Joe Biden that creates an accident and it could be anything, it could be the open border. It could be defunding the police. It could be Afghanistan. Let's, that's probably a, a really solid uh, solid wreck. I mean, that's literally a train wreck or a car wreck that he got us into. When you look at, you know, inflation or gas prices and shutting down our fuel economy so that we're dependent on all these lunatics all over the world who want to destroy us. And by the way, hey, don't destroy us. And by the way, can we please buy some of your gasoline because we don't want to make our own because it's dirty. Uh, whenever one of those accidents is created, what happens is Joe Biden basically runs his car into the side of the road or the Democrats run their car into the side of the road and it backs up traffic and it, and it has an adverse effect on everyone else's life. Only it's not just people on, on I-95 northbound. It's now everybody in the United States of America. And then what happens? One accident leads to another accident. For example, 
For example, let, let me give you an example. The first accident could be shutting down the Keystone XL pipeline, shutting down our drilling and making America energy dependent, saying we don't like these fossil fuels anymore. We're going to can them and we're going to go this stupid electric vehicle route. That's the first accident. And it blocks up the system. It gums up the works. Pr gas prices skyrocket. All of a sudden, there's a second accident. What's the second accident? Inflation. Now inflation's going up. There's a supply chain crisis. Food can't be purchased at a decent price. People can't find baby food. It's all, it's all the same thing. And then there's a third accident, and that is, well, the Fed's got to raise the interest rate because inflation needs to be brought into, into, you know, under control. And then, bam, a third accident causes the housing market to collapse, and everybody that had equity in their homes or multiple homes or whatever, everyone who was a real estate investor or looking to be a real estate investor, all of a sudden, those people are screwed because now not only is gas expensive, not only is inflation through the roof and the cost of goods and services are going crazy, but their largest investments, a.k.a. their home or homes, are plummeting. And so what happens when you have three accidents on a highway? What happens when you have such a backup? Everybody's life is affected. You're sitting there cursing the, the drivers. You're cursing Joe Biden in his car. You're cursing the Democrats who are creating this. You're cursing the Fed. You're cursing everyone. The Department of Defense who withdrew from Afghanistan in such a ridiculous manner that Vladimir Putin said, oh, U.S., they have no clue what is going on. I go invade Ukraine and make world worse place. And we all think that'll be nuclear war. That's all related to Joe Biden's massive accidents. And what happens when you look at your Google Maps or your, your GPS and it says, uh, excuse me, this is a 45-minute delay. Would you like to take an alternate route? Nine times out of 10, you hit the button and say, yes, I would like to take an alternate route. Well, ladies and gentlemen, patriots worldwide, it is time for the United States of America to take that alternate route because Joe Biden's car is going to keep ramming into the Jersey wall and it's going to keep uh, causing uh, residual accidents and the backups are going to get, are going to get worse and worse. And you're going to, you're going to lose more money and lose more time and lose opportunities. And you're going to be stuck in this mess and you're just going to get angrier and angrier and road rager and road rager. And so the alternative route is probably the best way to go because if you go on the alternative route, there's no accidents. Everything's smooth sailing. You can get to your destination. It's less stressful. It costs you less time. It costs you less money. And that alternate route right now is to vote for somebody other than Democrats. It's to vote for someone other than Joe Biden. We have the chance. There's an exit coming up in November. All right. You're looking at your GPS and it says you can stay on this road and you may never get to your destination. And if you do, it'll be 15 years from now and you're going to be tired and broke and forget about your kids. They're way behind you. They're stuck in this mess forever. If you stay on this, you will maybe get to your final destination, but you're going to be too old and too broke to enjoy it. That is if you don't die of a nuclear bomb uh, from Vladimir Putin or Kim Jong-un. So that's opposite, you know, or coming up in three weeks, there's an exit ramp. And if you take the exit ramp, you can go on the alternate route. You can go on, you can go on uh, route GOP. You, you can you can vote the Democrats out and vote the Republicans in. And I'm not just talking about the House of Representatives. I'm talking about Senate, governor's races, mayoral races. Eventually, the White House will get there. But that's the alternate route. And that's going to save you time. 
It's going to save you money. It's going to save you stress. It's going to make your ride much more enjoyable. And you will then be able to get to your destination, whatever it may be, in a timely fashion. You'll still have some money in your pocket and you'll be way better off than if you stayed on this road that is full of accident prone, crazy drivers who are going to destroy your commute, a.k.a. your life and not worry a thing about it. Then they'll blame you for it, too. They're going to blame you because you didn't buy an electric vehicle. Um, So that's what that's what I was thinking about in the car today. And uh, luckily, like I said, my daughter got to school. I got here a little late, so this is a little later. But you've got it's time to take that alternate route, folks. And when the GPS says, would you like to take an alternate route in 30 days? You hit the button. Yes. And in 30 days, when you walk into the voting booth, jump on the exit ramp. Okay. Get off of Democrat 95 and get onto GOP 40 or whatever the alternate route state road GOP. I don't know. I don't care what you call it, but we definitely need a change because this crazy socialist, ridiculous America last agenda is destroying everybody. It's causing massive backups and some serious road rage, Uh, not to mention it's bad for your personal finances, your family's finances, your posterity, and of course your mental and physical health. Exit ramp. When you see it, take it. That's my advice for the day. That's what I thought about when I was in the car today. Uh, Back to bombing the bridge. This is the second thing that I thought about today. And I was like, you know, I'm watching these bomb. There's missiles and Kiev and uh, the woman's on the phone. I mean, you probably saw the video of the girl doing a video call and a missile hits like right behind where she was standing. This is how this war escalated. And I, you know, forgive me for being a cynic, but I've been around a long time and I've been lied to a lot by the media and by the government and by the military and the president and everybody else. I just don't believe when you look at the couple of things that have happened in the last month or so, First of all, the bombing of Nord Stream 2, which they still, we still don't have any clear answers on. No, or at least we haven't been given any clear answers. They know, I'm sure people know. But when you look at that kind of an incident, this is a pipeline that Russia depends on for money, for fuel, for their ability to dominate Europe. They're not going to blow up their own pipeline, not even as a false flag, not even as a, hey, we need an excuse to bomb the crap out of people. Let's blow up our pipeline and then bomb the crap out of people. We'll start a war. Vladimir Putin and Russia, they don't need an excuse to start a war. They didn't need an excuse to start a war in Ukraine. What makes anyone think they would need an excuse to start a war anywhere else? So I don't believe that they did that. And as I pointed out before, the only other countries that I think have the military might and ability to pull off an underwater uh, covert operation to bomb the Nord Stream pipeline in three different places to make it, you know, dysfunctional. I mean, there's two, the United States and China. And again, Ain't no military expert here. I never served a day in my life. I never signed up for the Marine Corps. I'm not a Navy SEAL or a CIA agent, but I've watched a lot of movies. I've read a lot of books. I've, uh, I've I've watched a lot of interviews with, you know, professional Navy SEALs and CIA agents and whatnot. And I'm going to be honest with you that I really feel like this seems to be some kind of covert military operation led by the CIA, Navy SEALs and the United States of America. And that is, you know, questionable, number one. But then I look at this bridge being bombed between Crimea and Russia. There's one bridge, and it ain't no schlub of a bridge. It's a big bridge. It's a big bridge. There's roadways. There's railways. It links Crimea to Russia. It's the only or the major. What the hell was that? Sorry, something something on my computer. Uh, something on my computer just made a noise. Um, it's the only major railway system between Russia and Crimea. That's the lifeline. That's the lifeline between uh, those two countries. 
And the fact that it was bombed to the extent where it's unusable, the fact that it was bombed, I mean, it's a, again, a big bridge. You're talking about a massive amount of munitions. You're talking about some kind of expert force that can carry out that kind of sneak attack where nobody knows it's coming. Nobody knows what's, and I don't know if it's one of those where they fired a missile at it, but I don't know that, I don't think that Ukraine has a lot of missiles. I don't know if it's something where they drove a truck onto it and the truck just exploded with a massive amount of, of, uh, of, you know, um, TNT or whatever it was, but it seems to me like it's a serious operation. Again, it seems to me it's one of those middle of the night covert, uh, you know, army Rangers underneath the bridge, perfectly planting a line of TNT or C4 or whatever it is they use to explode this bridge and crush the link between Crimea and Russia. It seemed like such a, 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 uh, what do you call it? Surgical operation, surgical military procedure that again, I don't believe there's a lot of countries that could carry it out. Russia, maybe, but they're not, they're not going to do that again. And then the United States and China and China has no, China doesn't do that. That's not, that's not China's MO. Their, their MO would be, let's just buy up the country and destroy it from within. Uh, but when it comes to old fashioned military might, Joe Biden and his war hawk Democrats, this is how they've been doing it for decades. They're a smash and grab. They're the, they're the bomb.com. They're the ones that want to show explosions and destruction and military might. And so to me, both of these operations seem like they could be something the United States either led or had a hand in. Because let's face it, Ukraine, I mean, if we're to believe the images, if we're to believe the video footage, they, they are on their last leg and they have been for months. I remember when this war started, they had the military... But then they, they had all these just civilians that were signing up. They, they uh, barred any man between the ages of 18 and 60. Any man between the ages of like 18 and 60 in Ukraine was forbidden to leave. And we were, there were guns. I remember just guns, crates full of guns and ammo just fell down on the street. And dudes were just walking up, grabbing guns, grabbing ammo, saying, this looks good. I'm going to use this. And they were going to war. And you had teenagers, boys and girls in the streets, and they were they were patrolling with guns. You had civilians. They were wearing like Adidas sweatsuits because that's what they were wearing, you know, when their house got bombed. So that's all they have. And they're just paroling, uh, patrolling Kiev, making they're setting up checkpoints, making sure people don't come in and out. So where all of a sudden would Ukraine get the ability to send, you know, trained divers into the Baltic Sea? to bomb Nord Stream 2 or send them over to the Crimean Bridge to destroy it uh, without anybody seeing them. Um, it just doesn't make any sense to me at all. So I believe that there's, of course, military involvement from the United States in this war. Uh, the CIA, the elite special forces, Navy SEALs, Army Rangers, I mean, whatever. What is a, what's the other one? There's one I'm missing. Death Squad 5 or something? I don't know. The... Uh, well, that may be a made up comic book thing, but there's some kind of serious military involvement on the on the part of the United States. And I think that's why Vladimir Putin's so pissed off. I mean, he's bombing the crap out of them again. And it's something that it seems to me like people just want to they want to exacerbate the issue instead of ending it. They want to like if 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 the army of the Russian army is on its last leg, just defeated on the ground. But it seems to me like it's. It's more than that. And it seems to me like there are forces all over the world, especially here in Washington, D.C., that want to exacerbate this military action between Russia and Ukraine. And maybe they're trying to push Russia. Maybe they're like, if Russia just bombs the crap out of Ukraine, 
and Ukraine keeps keeping fighting their forces. Eventually, not only are they going to run out of soldiers, but they're going to run out of missiles and ammo and everything else. And then they'll be totally, they'll be totally devastated. I don't know. I don't know what the thinking is behind it, but I'm just skeptical that Ukraine is pulling off these procedures on their own, seeing as how, I mean, they are, we've been told have been ragtag uh, since the get go. Anyway, we'll have more. We'll be following that story and many more stories, of course, for the next couple days. But I want you to think about it. Number one, that off ramp is very important. You've got to take it or you're going to be stuck in Joe Biden's traffic for the rest of your life. Also, don't forget, folks, uh, to join us on Locals, uh, markk.locals.com. Join our Locals community, markk.locals.com. I've started posting the video of all these podcasts up there. So if you want to watch the video, you can do that. There's also behind the scenes stuff. Uh, Hannah and I do a live stream every couple of weeks, which we'll be doing, I think, next Tuesday again. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's a great community, a lot of information. There's a, a coupon code, too, for the Mark K shop that people have been asking about. They're like, hey, where do I find? Because what I've done is there's there's a 10% discount. If you're a loyal Mark K show listener, if you listen to this podcast, if you just go to the shop, you know, every now and then we have various coupon codes. Right now, the current coupon code is Ultra MAGA. So if you use code Ultra MAGA at checkout, you get 10% off, which means if you buy like a $30 hat, you get $3 off. If you buy $100 worth of stuff, you get $10 off. We have these cool Catriot knives. In fact, I carry one with me all the time. You can't, here, look. Oh yeah, how cool is that? This is the official Mark K Show Catriot knife. It's by Gerber. It's made in the US. It's super sharp. And it's got the uh, Catriot logo um, laser printed right there on the blade. You can see it both ways. And these are for sale. They're $200 because, I mean, that's how much they are. They're, they're high quality. Uh, but if you use the if you use the coupon code Ultramega, you get $20 off. Now, fun fact, if you use the markk.locals.com uh, coupon code, you get 15% off. So that would be like $30 off. That's amazing. You get $30 off, you get yourself a, you just buy a, hey, you get a free hat. So if you have not yet joined our Locals community, please do so. So many great reasons to do it. Markk dot locals.com and don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and listen every day so that together we can save the republic